Mikey, Mikey and Remy A show about the serious and not so serious parts of our edible world. Let's eat. Hey guys, welcome to Mikey and Rin Eat In. I'm Mikey. I'm Rin. We're currently sitting here in a breezy house, uh, kind of a chilly house, you might even call it, <laughs> because Sheathy was uh, cooking some, what we're going to call butter tomato sauce, mm-hmm. ghee tomato sauce. So I was cooking down some tomatoes with a bunch of ghee. And then I went to the post office and um, that shit flambéed. <laughs> <laughs> I came home from work, what, three hours later? Yeah. Two hours later? Maybe two hours later. It. Um, I can still smell it outside the house. Yeah, I came home, there was a smoke alarm going off. Um, this. It's just the life as a professional chef, professionally trained <laughs> chef. I'm, uh, you know, I'm just you know, on top of You know, burning your canned tomatoes. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, which is like almost like burning water. Mm, kind it's of. It's not really. I mean, like, I guess stirring a tomato sauce so it doesn't stick to the bottom or get burnt is like a, that's a common thing. But this was like- this was, was egregious. It looked like the crypt keeper in there. I mean, it was it was beyond <laughs> dead. So we are using said tomato sauce mm. to top um, my first sourdough pizza crust attempt. Yeah. So I've it, been nursing a sweet little sourdough starter. Oh. And this was baby. from some of the sourdough discard. So when you're as mm. you're making the sourdough starter, you pour some off, and then you have a half a cup. And then add in the flour, add in the water. And so this was from some of that discard. And we shall see mm. how these pizza crusts turn out. Yeah. They look really good. I, I par-baked them and then put them in the freezer. And then we've defrosted them. and They look beautiful. Yeah. And the sourdough starter, GF or not, looks, and it is GF, but it looks and smells amazing. Like yeah. it feel it's and I'm not a sourdough fan actually. So all of her work has just been for herself because I'm going to hate it and uh, and say that I hate it. <laughs> no, Can't I wait. just I just don't really care about sourdough. But um, but the 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 dough looks amazing. The pizza crust looks amazing. Yeah, and I'm what excited. We'll, what we'll do is um, maybe as a part of next week's episode because bread is going to be my that was my big goal with this sourdough yeah. starter is to create some gluten-free sourdough bread. And so we'll take you along for the ride. Oh yeah. Next week we'll do um, house homemade sourdough, homemade sourdough starter. We'll kind of talk through that. Yeah. I think that'd be really fun. Totally. Okay, great. Well, this week we're bringing you a really awesome interview. We have our friends, Bita and Bita. Bita squared. Bita squared. They actually call themselves beats. Love that. Yeah. Their, their combination of the two of them is beats. And so, um, these are our friends from, they host the Modern Persian Food Podcast. Uh, you can find them on Instagram at Modern Persian Food. And their podcast is really fun. They talk about kind of Persian food history. They interview a lot of people who have experience with Persian food that are um, Iranian and Persian and um, tell their kind of family food stories and their ingredient stories. It's it's really great. Uh, on their episode with us, they um, we talked about some serious stuff, but we also talked a lot about celebrity crushes and what we would cook for them. <laughs> um, we talked a lot about, you know, kind of they they helped kind of school Corinne and I about the things we don't know about Persian food. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really fun episode with them. So we hope you'll stay tuned. Please. And um, 
get some schooling on some delish Persian food. They give some really fun tips and um, yeah, it was a really fun interview. We're going to, we link to the, there's a, a bunch of recipes that they talk about. One of the things you can do is you can go to ovenhug.com. And that's Bita's recipe website. And then also um, through uh, Modern Persian Food, through their Instagram, they also post a lot of um, a lot of recipes and also on their website and blog. So check those things out. Listen to the episode. Have a lot of laughs. Get hungry. And maybe create some Persian food of your own at home. Create it. We love it. See you on the other side. You're not recording. Okay, now you're recording. Now I'm recording. <laughs> ready, set, Hi guys. go. Oh, ready, go. Ready, go. <laughs> this is all going to be part of the show. Hi, guys. Welcome to Mikey and Rin Eat In, the Rin, Mikey and Rin interview. That's the best version of it that I've done so far, Rinny. The <laughs> Mikey so. and Rin interview. Yeah. 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 Uh, why don't you good. tell us who we're joined by today, Mama? Hey, I am Rin, and we are joined today by Bita and Bita. Um, and they are the hosts of Modern Persian Food, a really, really incredible podcast. Um, and we're going to talk kind of all things Persian food today and then probably go off on some tangential, incredible unicorn journey with them because they're just two really incredible women. Um, so hi, you two. Hi. Thank you hi. for such a lovely intro. Oh, my gosh. Of course. We try to keep Thank you for being such show. lovely humans. Um, <laughs> so we like to open um, our Rint, Mikey and Rin interviews with a question, and um, very serious question. Very serious. Yeah, I don't know if you guys um, came prepared. But. <laughs> and uh, that question is: Who is your celebrity crush, and what meal would you prepare for them? Yeah, what are you cooking for dinner or for breakfast Ooh. if you want to? Yeah. Ooh, next next morning. <laughs> yeah. if, things, if things go well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you got? All right, Bita, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Yes. Okay. So my celebrity crush is Owen Wilson. Ooh, Ooh a, Portland, a, a Portland frequenter. We he, we see oh, him in our neighborhood all the time. Yes. Yep. Are you serious? Yeah, okay, more totally reasons. A lot. More reasons to visit. He seems very sweet. He seems very sweet. I think what I yeah. crush about him is that just like, at least his character said that he plays as an actor. He's just really goofy and funny and dorky, but with, you know, with a caring, loving Yes. Um, heart. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Did so you watch Marry I Me? Like. I think I probably watched all of them. Yeah. Well, the I like him one, better than one. his. Oh, no, no, no. I have to watch that. We haven't watched it either. One. All right. Um, but yeah, I just find him adorable. And then I would not actually cook for him. Mm. I would take him. <laughs> out. I like that. Make him work I, for it. No, I would meet him out for chicken and waffles. Just because oh, like that's it. like, Love this that. feels very like Owen Wilson-y. And, that does. Yeah. Yes. I would eat guilty pleasures with him. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> this is what I like. This is this is maybe inspiring a new podcast slash TV show, Guilty Pleasures with Owen Wilson. Oh. <laughs> Can I, like I be the first guest? Hell yeah. No, you have to be the co-host. Okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I had another I love- one, but let's let Bita answer. That's a good one. Um, 
Yeah, now I'm curious who your other one is. <laughs> oh, me too. Um, you know, a celebrity crush. So when I thought about this initially, I was like, oh, I don't know what to say. But I think, um, I don't know, I'm not that exciting. But I thought maybe Bobby Flay, because I kind of have Ooh. like a, you know, I like, okay. you know, I really appreciate him. I think he's super smart. I didn't always like him. He was kind of like, I was just like, he's so full of himself. Yeah. You know, I had that kind of like mentality. Um, but then I was talking to one of my brothers. My brother, Tony, was like, well, look, he's like, look, I'm not the best. Look, you could come. I'll try whatever. You know, you can beat me. You can whatever. So then I kind of <laughs> gave him gave him another chance. And then I was like, wow, this guy is like really smart. And like, he like really this. knows his like technique. And he's like willing to try so many things and is like up for anything and is smart and like and also entrepreneur and a redhead and a redhead yeah yes. you know one for the ginger team <laughs> yeah. we don't we don't get too many wins so. you know, as an entrepreneur and, yeah and, yeah so i okay. i picked him although if i had it like you know after Beto said um owen wilson i was like oh but like you know i don't even know this other guy's name who i'm gonna about to say like i don't even know and i was gonna look it up really quickly but i wasn't gonna be fast enough but the guy who plays thor do you guys know oh, who that is? Uh, yeah, um, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, is that his yes. name? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not, not going to shame you for not knowing his name, but come on. That <laughs> dreamboat. Thor. Yeah. Just yeah, say Thor. Yum, so yum, long yum. hair, short hair. <laughs> but I would think he he's one of the, the reasons that I really... I know. The reason I know. that I really loved your, your first two picks. Oh, he'll love it. You're married to, to Thor, right? <laughs> it works. I'm married to so, a white guy. Uh, Owen Almost Wilson, has right here. But. Owen and Wilson listen to your podcast. Owen Wilson oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. Thor both listen to yep. your podcast. Yep. Yeah, sure. exactly. they're actually here. They're in my little. They're in my nook in my guest bedroom, <laughs> doing push-ups. Um, well, the, one of the reasons that I liked the first two picks, like the Bobby Flay and Owen Wilson, is that I wouldn't say arguably that both of those people are known tr- like for being hotties. Like it's not. They're not like mm-hmm. the obvious kind mm-hmm. of thirst traps that a Chris Hemsworth is. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I like that. It's kind of a mixture of, I, I like, I, I just love hearing what people say and who people say. Well, Peter mm-hmm. said yeah. too. So I get to say too. Yeah. You get my, to say okay. too. We can have the whole episode one. be about this. <laughs> We're really coming out of our shells. Um, I'm all about yeah, it. Yeah. No, my, my second one is more obvious too. My second one is girl. Gatol. Do you know her? Ooh. Oh, it's a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Gadot? Is that like yeah, uh, the, 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 the Wonder name Wonder that everybody Wonder 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 Woman. Woman. Pronounce her name again Gadot. for us. Gadot. Uh Gadot. Yeah. my friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my friend that. Gadot. And and especially the the scenes, you know, on the horses on the Ooh, island. Sure. Like that one girl crash. Yeah. Like, oh, yes. for sure. One well, her and the, and the thing about like Owen Wilson and Bobby Flay, like I could have them be in the room with them and I feel like I could handle myself. Gal Gadot or however I'm pronouncing her name. And then um, uh, Chris Hemsworth, they're like upsettingly good looking. Like, I think it would be like I would have to wear like the Eclipse sunglasses where you can't look directly into the sun because it's just like it's painful to even have them in the room. Yeah, well, totally Peter, I love I love that you chose a, a chef, too. You're like, mm-hmm. that's my crush. And I'm going to prepare yeah. a meal for you. I'm not scared. Yeah. Oh, you didn't. Pick yeah, a I'm meal. not. Scared. Oh, no, what's, yeah. yeah. What's oh, the yeah, meal? And, I, and I didn't say my my gold meal. So what's your meal for? Yeah. Um, so, well, for, I swear for either one of them, you know, I will mm. definitely have to do like some sort of Persian breakfast. Sure. And mm. I, yes, um, and you went for breakfast too. 
Yeah, for sure. It's going on. And you know what? I'm just going to do like a cozy, like one of my favorite meals. So like one, like a cozy meal that my dad would make for me when I was little. Bita has heard this before, but my dad would make um, dates with eggs, Mm. with sunny side up eggs. So you caramelize the dates a little bit in the pan, not too much because they can burn pretty quickly. And then um, in a little bit of butter or ghee, Mm. if you have it, and then you kind of spread it out and then crack a few eggs and have Ooh, that I love um, this. slowly get sunny side up beautifulness. Oh, um, and you sweet can with of, my eggs. I haven't really. I yeah. didn't really. That's a direction. I oh yeah. Go with eggs. I love that. Oh yeah. I don't absolutely. think I've ever had that either yet. And then you can sprinkle a little bit of cinnamon if you like, and a little <sighs> bit of wal- walnuts if you like on top of that too. And you have that with a little bit of flatbread, and kind of dip it into the yolk, Oof. and like eat it all together. So are this is feeling very sexy. This oh. feels very, very sexy. Yeah. Well, like, this is with our hands. Thor? Is that with Thor or with the chef guy? Both. Both. Both I mean, you guys can you guys can all come over too. Are you? We can all I was going to say, Bita, I would really like to be your crush because I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, you guys all come. We'll have like a really big platter. This and we'll sounds great. Kind of go into Orgy it. breakfast. Yeah. I love you guys, we're already been talking for eight minutes. We're still talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is well, welcome to Corinne and I's relationship. All we talk about is. Weird sex situations and the food, the food that gets involved with them, so. in the in the middle. If you think this is the first time we've talked about eating eggs off of Thor's chest, you are wrong. <laughs> okay, so we're going to. Ha- I'm going to have chicken and waffles with Owen Wilson, but then with Go, I'm actually going to uh-huh. cook for her. Ooh, uh-huh. nice. And, um, but we have to have. You know, she's Israeli, so I thought I would yeah. make some green shakshuka. Mm. Oh, and yes. probably either like green juice or a green smoothie, just something because she's got to stay, you know, like yeah. in shape for all that horseback riding. Fit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love that. I love these. Yeah. This is the by far the best answer that we've gotten for this. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> we, we, clear, we clearly need to talk about that. That was great. I mean, it's important. But yeah, to, I'm not sure who brought it up, but I think it was Rin. You said that I, I picked a food person. Yeah, because yeah. honestly, like all I watch or like the entertain any kind of entertainment mostly that I consume, except for watching Thor and some superhero stuff once in a while, yeah. is all food based. Like I don't oh, have a very um, high tolerance for like really like strong feelings and emotions in movies <laughs> like it'll like scar me like literally like my like my family and my brothers make fun of me they're like uh can you watch this movie or whatever yeah but i just so when i have time to like consume content it's usually food related content so if I'm, i love like, that kicking my feet up i'm usually watching be bobby flay or yeah nigella or, lawson or mm-hmm. like you know ina garten Great someone shows. who's like or jamie oliver like that's those are who I'm watching. So those are basically. So you're not watching super emotionally intense shows like Love is Blind? Uh, I like, I can't. Like, I'll be scarred. Like, two weeks later, I'll be like, I can't get over that one scene. I get that. I mean, this. Love I is Blind it. is, I don't know if you know what that is, but it's basically The Bachelor or Bachelorette. It's like a garbage reality love show, but yeah, it's wonderful. I, I it's really so great. Yeah, yeah, it's so too much. Was in that it. stuff, yeah. too. I, I watched it for my mom. Um, I was going to say, you guys do like a family Don't throw, don't put this on your mom. You can just say you watch it because it's awesome. No, no, no. The reason I bring up my mom is because it's hilarious what she called it. So I, she speaks great, perfect English, but I think I was still for some reason sort of translating what was happening, you know, because it was her first time watching it. And so she, she was listening and then she like asked for it, you know, next day. Like, can we, can we, can we watch 
can we watch Talk to the Wall? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> she's like, I was like, what? I took these, I was like, wait, what? That's yeah, can perfect. We, you know that show. Talk the, to the Wall. Can we watch Talk to the Wall? Why wouldn't <laughs> so you? That's what we call it. Oh my God, I love and, that. And she's just like, so confused. She was very confused about it. Just like. I am too. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it's, it's, something. it's a good show. I like do it. you do you watch it together with your mom? And if you do, do you guys have snacks while you watch? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, yes. So my mom, I watch a lot of shows I, that I don't really like, um, but just because like the other members <laughs> of the family are watching. And that would be like 90 Day She's Fiance. So my daughter oh, yeah. and my Solid. husband actually and my mom obsessed. And so so good. Um, you know, I watch it because I just like kind of have to and talk Perfect. to the wall. Um, my mom usually has her tea. She's drinking tea. She's got sweets. She loves sweets. She's got some okay. kind of sweet going always or crunchy. Crunchy yeah. and or crunchy. What's the sweet? What's the crunchy? The sweet is um, she actually likes like toffee fay. She likes like mm. some old school candies. Um, okay. She likes. She loves coffee flavors. You don't know what toffee fay is? Toffee Mm-mm. fay? No. Is it the yeah. round ones with the, really like the flat old round? Yes, yeah, it's, it's like a half circle okay. of caramel, and then it has chocolate in the center and a mm. hazelnut inside. Oh, mm. yes, oh, no, it has I got a it. Hazelnut? Mm. No, I totally yeah. know what it is. Love yeah. Hazelnut. yeah, I still have some leftover from her last. Yeah, this visit. this one, this packaging. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, no, yes. I totally know. I don't know that That's I've awesome. had it before. I'm also like um, a very, I'm super averse to um, hazelnuts. I hate really, hazelnuts. Really, but you sent Why? us some. You sent us some. Oh, yeah, he's like, like, get that out of I my did. house. Yeah, get this shit out of <laughs> yeah, here. Because well, Oregon <laughs> Oregon is famous for filberts, which is the hazelnuts. And, um, and I'm very proud of our Oregon hazelnuts, but I just hate them. <laughs> really? I love them. Wow. I was so I love excited about the trail mix. It's special to um, the book. Bocce? What is that? The little Italian kiss candies? Oh, yeah, sure. Ooh, yes. um, I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it bocce? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yes. I, I yeah, find that I think that t- like Nutella, I feel like it tastes like feet. Yeah, I don't like Nutella either. Yeah, I don't know. I have it's a very unpopular disagree. opinion. Oh, I know. Oh, I oh really? Do you love it? Are you slathering it on everything? I'm with Rindog on that. Yeah. Yes. I love hazelnuts. Every well, she gets to eat all the hazelnuts in the house. So, you know, <laughs> good you for you. You send them to me more often. Rindog, that's true. <laughs> so, Bita and Bita, I, um, Mikey and I were chatting and we were really curious about, because um, you guys have a really specific um, podcast where you're talking about Persian food. And mm-hmm. so, my my curiosity is around Persian food versus Iranian food. What's the, educate me, help me. I, I don't, I don't know what the difference is. So um, talk to us. And about I even that. just think from a naming convention perspective, like, yeah, I, I don't know that I know the difference between saying something's Persian and saying something's Iranian. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Can first of all, it's, it's, Sure, it's, it's it's actually Iranian. Oh, Iranian, so you, you, sorry. Iranian. Sorry about that. No, great. No, that's okay. That's great. Um, this is such good education. God, I said Iranian. That is, I do sound like, that sounds like a, a Fox News moment. Sorry about that. No, you're <laughs> I said the same. It's Iranian. Dude, by like, Iran. the, the pronunciation of the country, by the pronunciation of Beta versus Beta or Beta or whatever. We're, we're used yeah. to all of it. We're used sure. to all of it. Um, it's the I mean, same. I, it's yeah, the same. I mean, we can, like, so... 
Persia is like really old. Like it's like it's the empire, the em- like thousands and thousands and thousands of years old. Mm-hmm. Where Iran is like the country now that's only you know it, it's not it hasn't been around that long. So when I talk, so when we talk about like Persian food, it's more like kind of like the region, like the area of Persian food versus specific to like just the country of Iran. Mm-hmm. But it's basically the same thing. So okay. I mean, I, but if, if we want to get touchy feely, there are different connotations. Sure. Were you going to get into that? Um, no, you go. I'm passing it on to you. <laughs> I don't know the exact like years and stuff like that, so I'm not. Like, oh no, I wasn't going to be like historical. That's not really. I wouldn't okay. be able to tell you, but I just know that like. Yeah. So I had my shirt on earlier, my Tadig shirt that said "Eat Tadig, not." Oh, no, wait, what does it say? Make, it says "Make Tadig, not, not War." Oh, I've seen I've seen a picture of you in that. I love that shirt. Yeah, it's great. yeah, I had it yeah. on. I had pants on and then we have a heat advisory in orange county right now is really hot and i just couldn't um wow. i was drinking coffee that was a, um, that was a really awesome little humble brag that you just did there yeah it's it's so, so hot and summery here advisory i'm gonna go yeah, i'm wearing a two sweatshirt right over now. there <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what's the heat advisory like, what, what's it gonna get to it, it it is a hum. It is a brag until until you fires and stuff. That's until well, until you're melting. That's true. Yeah. What is what's the temperature going to be today? Um. So, it's really hard for me to talk about where I am without bragging. I, I feel bad. Will you guys all come and visit me? Sure. Yeah, I'll be right there. I was there last no month, problem. so I'll come again. Yeah. Yeah. I need, a, I need some Please swimsuit do. time. Please do. Um. The heat advisory is for like inland, and it's going to okay. be uh hot, very hot, like a hundred. Like a hundred degrees. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's hot here in San Francisco, too. It's, it's going to be like 79 here in the city, which is like pretty warm. And I guess Considering that like the last like two days ago, it was like freezing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so back to the Teddy yeah, Network. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, um, Bita June and I, uh, our families came here at different times. I came, I'm older, came like 50 years ago. And um, so I was here as a kid through the hostage crisis and stuff. And so there's like been very topsy-turvy, um, you know, Iranians are terrorists and bad people moments. Mm-hmm. And so Iran or Iran or however you want to say it can sometimes be clumped together with that connotation of mm. like terrorists and bad people and stuff. Whereas mm-hmm. Persian... It's mm. like Persian cats and Persian rugs and mm. Persian tiles and Persian tea and Persian dancing and Persian food mm. feels much more loving and come and taste and come and be a part of our culture and really okay. nice and hospitable and warm and welcoming people. And so I think that feelings wise, um, that's where the difference comes. But but essentially, I mean, the country is Iran. And then the um, empire and old culture and so forth is Persian. Okay. Got it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's totally So it's like kind of saying like American versus United right. States. Sure. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It just kind of is easier sense. to say I'm Persian than to say I'm Iranian. Right. To be honest right. when you meet someone. Yeah. 
Got no, it. I appreciate that. And tell yeah. and one of the other reasons that we wanted to have you on the show is just to give our listeners a little background. Um, we met the Betas through um, a collaboration that we did through my work. Actually, I, I'm working for a, a company called Dinner Bell, which we do a kind of home delivery of food. And we wanted to do we wanted to feature um, Persian food as one of our limited time offerings. And so we worked together on a really fun menu. And we did this like, you know, just this really beautiful menu that I'll maybe have these guys do a quick description of. Um, but we, we wanted to have you on our show basically because I think that there's a fair amount of people, um, that listen and probably in our country in general that don't really know Persian cuisine all that well. And, um, and don't maybe know ingredients that I have just really grown to love. And I would love you guys to just tell us why should Persian food be everybody's new favorite cuisine? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So as you mentioned, we have a podcast, Uh, Modern Persian Food, we have about 80 episodes that we've already released. And what our goal is really is to do just that, to um, introduce people and make people aware of Persian food, first and foremost, and also to share our cultural stories and our recipes and our shortcuts and how we can incorporate Persian flavors um, into our everyday lives and to our listeners' everyday lives. And it sounds like your guys' everyday lives. So we're just like, you know, on the bandwagon to kind of spread the news about Persian food, um, first and foremost. But um, Persian food is like, it's, it really has like a ton of fresh ingredients. It's really mm. fresh. And even like some of like the stews and things that are like, you know, braised and cooked for a long time, they all start with a ton of vegetables, a ton of herbs, mm. and there's a lot of rice. So it kind of has like a lot of different elements to it. So you're kind of hitting on a bunch of different senses, like, not, I'm sorry, a, a bunch of different like kind of like flavors. So you have like, you know, you have sweet, like I kind of mentioned, you know, like the dates and stuff. So there's sweet, there's sour, there's salty. There's mm. there's like a whole like range of different flavors that you can um, experience. And like a lot of it, and it kind of like caters to a bunch of different um diets as well like you know if you want to go vegan there's like a bunch of vegan options or vegetarian and like you don't have Mm -hmm. to have meat and everything or you know like you don't have to have gluten you know like all the rice-based foods there's no gluten in there naturally so it's kind of like it's just really delicious um Bita can go into it's like super nutritious you know she comes from like a um, health coach standpoint so Bita should tell us more about Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just again, like, thank you for having us on your of podcast. Um, and we were probably, this is the world's longest intro to get to oh, the no. topic <laughs> of the thing. Our, our show has topic. no, we are. Yeah, we are, we're fully in it. Yeah. We're <laughs> no, that's one of the things I love about it. I listen to your podcast is, um, yeah. it's kind of the say everything. And we started out talking about our crushes and then it got serious, <laughs> right? For a minute. Got yeah. Totally. real. Yeah. And yep. now, you know, we're talking about our passions and, um, and Mikey and Rin were on our podcast as well, which mm-hmm. is coming out in a future um, episode on April 27th. So tune in to Modern Persian Food. Tune but in. Thank you again. Yeah. We will, so super and we'll link specific. to your podcast too. Yeah. Oh, sure. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, super niched down, very specific. How can we have over 80 episodes about Persian food is because we mm. are both so passionate about it mm. and we found each other as partners and I'm super grateful. Beat shirt says grateful. Very grateful. And we have the same name too. So it was, like, it was just meant to be. I yes. love that so much. 
you know, and then yeah. like kind of like when we, as Bicha was touching on, like, you know, when we were growing up here and I was born here in San Francisco, um, I've mm. lived in the United States my whole life. I've traveled to Iran, um, a bunch of times, but, um, you know, when we were kind of growing up here, the kind of like acceptance of other cultures was not as, um, open as it is mm. now you know so there yeah. was a lot of you know there was it was different it was very different so now people are like willing to try persian food and stuff like that so you know growing up it's kind of like okay well we speak farsi at home and we're eating all these foods at home and like we're taking kind of like you know i'm eating fava beans and i'm eating like these rice with dill and braised lamb shank and stuff like that you know and you're eating all these foods and like it's very different from like you know like you know like chicken cutlet or whatever it is that you're like your classmates mm-hmm. are eating and things like that. So, so it was kind of like what we kind of want to show our, and want to convey to our listeners is like, you know, it's okay. Let's like, let's all just like, this is where we are now. It's like, you know, Persian culture is like so beautiful and there's so much hospitality and love and art and culture within it that it's like, how do we blend our lives living outside of Iran, basically, Mm. you know, like I, you know, my husband is not Persian. And so my kids are not, you know, are mixed. So it's just interesting. And like, how do I want to teach them and, and like the role that we play in our community and things like that of like, basically, you know, it's okay. It's great. It's awesome. We're lucky to be able to like blend cultures and have all these amazing foods. And some of like, Mm. you know, my best friends are always so excited to come over and try Mm. different foods or if I'm recipe testing or having a party or whatever. It's like, it's like, you know, it, it is definitely like an eat more type of culture. And I love that. Show your love through food and, and things like that. So, well, and it's, and I did, you know, a kind of a week or so of food testing when we were doing the menu that we did together. And, you know, we talked about this when we recorded your show, but you know, there's certain cuisine. Simon Nosrat talks about it a lot where there's mm-hmm. like certain, there's just like certain cuisine, certain types of food that is just, it's built around bringing people together. Like, yeah. you know, some food is like, oh, you can eat that on your own. But like, I feel like Persian food, like the menu that we made or just a lot of the things that you guys have, that we've talked about together, like these are foods that are meant to be shared. Absolutely. And there's like this, I talked about it on your show, but there's this passionate element to Persian cuisine. Like even the ingredients, they just feel sexy. Like you have to be involved with them and they're like, they're, they're, you know, fresh herbs and they're these bright flavors and you have to like, you have to be present for the food. Um, and then I think that the way that it's eaten, it seems like it's this, you know, it just is you know naturally this kind of communal experience. Yeah. And I love, style. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I just love the idea that that is something that we need to get more into our, in just into everyday cooking of all varieties is like, you know, I think Rinny and I talk about this a lot on the show, but you know, for us, food is glue. Like food is the community connection. Food is a table full of people eating together, sharing their cuisine, sharing the things that they love. And, you know, and then all the relationships and conversations that happen over that. And yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to just, I was just thinking about the point of like, you know, like a community, um, like getting around a table, like the, the plate of food that you'll have just has a lot of different elements. You know, you have, you'll, you'll have like your main mm. dish of whatever it is, is a, typically maybe like a rice base of, and then with either like a rich stew of vegetables on it, or like maybe kebabs on the side. But mm-hmm. typically, typically you have like fresh herbs on the side, like we call it sabzi khordan. You have fresh herbs mm. on the side and maybe like a little bowl of torshi, which is like pickled vegetables. And, you know, you can have all these different kind of elements that really makes it interactive. Um, what you're that. eating and kind of sharing and even like the breakfast you know I talked about like dates and eggs but you can have like usually Persian breakfast can be super elaborate where you're having like fresh cheeses and like four different kinds of jams and walnuts and almonds and you know 
eggs. And so it really is kind of this interactive type of environment where you are really kind of gathered around the table, all kind of Mm. eating together. And you get to choose your own adventure. It's like exactly (laughs) every bite's different. Exactly. That's what I was going to say is sort of the inclusivity of that. Right. In Mm -hmm. that, like I might like, um, you know, more herbs and Mikey might like more pickles on his. And so Mm -hmm. it's a it's a way to really just bring everybody into that meal versus Mm -hmm. like, okay, here's your slice of lasagna and that's. That's it. You're eating lasagna. I mean, that, that, that's great too. Yeah, Super that's good. great too. But yeah. It's yeah. freaking delicious. But, sure. um, but don't yeah. Don't forget rice. Kind of, don't yeah, forget rice. Rice, rice yeah. is the staple. A big pot of rice always going. Yeah. Right in the bottom of the pot, the teddy delicacy, the crunchy carb, mm. fried mm. carb of oh, any yeah. form. The um, best yeah, part. So much texture. Yeah. So good. Well, and this is, you know, in the other, like when Corinne and I have people over for dinner, oftentimes what we do is, you know, like we'll kind of just our dinner table, we just spread a whole bunch of stuff on it. So we've got a little bit of everything and, you know, it doesn't all come from the same place, doesn't all come from the same kind of food history, but it's like, I just want people to be able to, at every given moment, you know, in the middle of a cool conversation, be able to grab something crunchy and something sweet and something pickly. And I just, I, you know, it's it's what I really appreciate about a lot of the cuisine that you guys have even introduced me to is just this idea of, we were talking about you know, um, well, just using this dried lime that you guys have taught me about in in the episode mm-hmm. that we talked about in your show. And like, that's a flavor that we're, that I'm not used to and I can't wait to try it. And so it's mm-hmm. like to, to look at like my food is an adventure and the way that we can go there in all the different categories. Right. It's, it's, I just think it's so interesting to me. Like you sent this, tell me the name of the, of the fruit roll again. Yeah. So this is called Lavoshak. Lavoshak yeah. basically just means fruit roll. And mm-hmm. these are homemade versions that like we so basically good. grew up eating this. Um, and like, you know, we have like stories of like, you know, my brother's friends would go and pick all the plums in the neighborhood and bring it awesome. to my mom's house. And it's basically it's just plum. So what you do is you okay. get a big pot and you mm-hmm. wash all your plums and take the stems off and any leaves and stuff. And you put it in a big pot and you cover it and you put it on low and you mm. just let it cook. And then With once water? it kind of all. Nope. No. Nope. Water. Oh, really? Just OK. Yeah. It, okay. Just let it all whatever, and it kind of just slowly kind of like breaks down, and then mm-hmm. you, um, what's it called? Put it through a you oh, like a chinois or something, it. or you strain it. Excuse yeah. me, <laughs> you strain it out, and then that like liquidy pulpy stuff. You ba- we what we would do is like old school styles. You put it on flat plates, and you put mm. it out in the sun. And oh, then, amazing! And oh, wow. it's summertime, and the sun just dries it, and then you get a little. Once it's dry, then you get a little like knife and score the sides of it and peel it off and then put it on a piece of like plastic oh. or parchment. And no and salt it. or anything like that? Oh, so Not when we make thing, it. That's so amazing. You, you can put salt on So when you eat yeah. it, some people yeah. like to put salt on it if you want to. But they sell it now. Like the, you, there's like companies that actually manufacture Lava Shack now. Mm. And stuff. But this is like the homemade it's old so school good. style. And my little, the little picky one, Cyrus, he loves this. Like he could just yeah. sit and eat the whole thing. I, I so, want you to share that video. Yeah, there's a little video I'll send it to you guys. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's from this summer. Standing on a table or like sitting on a table. <laughs> and, like, I was trying to do like a little yeah. demonstration. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like obsessed with this. And so he's trying to help me. I was like doing a little video, little yeah. food video that I ended up never posting. But and then he, he was like <laughs> trying to really help good. me. And then he's like, That's great. this kid who's obsessed with it. He like we do a little taste test and he's like, not bad. 
not bad. And I'm like, dude, you're like obsessed with this and you're saying not bad. But like this it. is like, yeah. So what do you guys think of it? So I said, well, it's you guys so good. I mean, think? one of the things that I just feel like I'm so sick of in, in a lot of kind of like mainstream food in the United States, especially sweet stuff is that it's just sweet. Like it's mm-hmm. so heavily sweetened. Like people are like, we, you know, people only eat things if they're only sweet. And the thing that I love about this is it's got sour elements to it. It's got like a mm. kind of a saltiness to it. Yeah. And it's just so much smarter. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it just feels so much more of an intelligent food. I'm like, I'm eating what this is supposed to taste like rather than like right. a fruit roll up, which is just like cavity sugar, sugar sickness. Right. Yeah. And so right. I just, this, I ate this way too fast. You guys are all still eating yours. I, I chugged mine before the show even started. And it's just, this is the thing that I love about, about Persian cuisine is that there's mm-hmm. always a balance, right? It's like, if it's fatty, then there's acid. If there's sweet, right. then there's salt, you know? And it's never just one noted, which I just think I'm so sick of in so many of the cuisines that I kind of grew up with. Um, and so it's like, it's so inspiring to see like, you know, acid to the point of like, whoa, like this tastes yeah. like limes, you know? And I just think it's a really inspiring way for people to think about cooking. Yeah, absolutely. And even like this um, trail mix that Bito put yeah. together. Bito, you want to talk about it? How the different flavors sure. and stuff are in here? Yeah, I, I I honestly don't remember exactly what I put in there. Here, in that particular yeah. version. Cashews, <laughs> pistachios. Yeah. What, are, so these, you what have are these little guys called? Mulberries? Mm-hmm. Mulberries? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Dried mulberries. Love it. Toots. Yeah, and then so, <laughs> so like these pistachios here, these mm-hmm. are like a little salty they have a little mm-hmm. like saffron need to them so you have salty here you have sweet mm. you have like a bunch of different textures the soft of the toots the mulberry it's also just like the most, one of the most colorful trail mixes i've gotten you know with the kiwis and it's it's just it's beautiful yeah and so i think the, it's, it's sorry i was sorry, just gonna don't. say the kiwis not traditional um okay. that was an add-in from a guest whose mother mm. made it for her wedding okay um yeah it looks Vart- so beautiful Vart- in there and nice. her mom did it um, because maybe to bring, bring in the colors of the Iran flag. That's what I oh, thought. Cool. Maybe the green. It just looks and the... super beautiful. It does. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's such a fun, you know, a trail mix. I mean, I would bring this along and just feel like I was getting everything that I needed from like, you know, sweet, sugary, but also the protein perspective. There's figs in here. I mean, it's like it's mm-hmm. just yeah. it's lovely. Do you see these little mini baby figs? Yeah. These are like Persian yes. style. Uh, like they're like green figs, basically. That I think I ate all like mine this. first. <laughs> yeah. But they have but to again, treat this like some very balance. Persian. Nuts and fruit. Fruit and right. nuts. Mm-hmm. Like for, fruit sure. for dessert, nuts in your stew and your, you know, fruit and nuts in Fessenjun is a pretty, I think it's sexy, but it doesn't look yeah. sexy. But it's like the pomegranate and the walnuts mm. cooking down oh, yeah. with the meat. Mm. Kind of it's looks so like very Yeah, totally. Yes. That like is something I've had before. Mm-hmm. This is, um, are, and yeah. do you guys, do you have links to both of these recipes on your um, site? Um, I, I have on Love and Spoonful. And I actually, uh, like, can pull, I should just pull together my Lava Shack post. I will, post I will do that. Okay, or, great. We're not Loving Spoon. We're, I'm Oven no. Hug. Oven Hug. I'm sorry. I said Love yeah. and Spoonful. Is that the <laughs> old like 60s that. band? <laughs> I like it. I think that was a band in the 60s. It sure was, Mikey. Loving oh, Spoonful is what I'm loving with this coffee nut mix that you guys sent us from Portland. Mm. This See, is this a is the Spoonful. Oh, this almond cashew butter blend. 
Mm. You're eating it with a spoon. That sounds like a great idea. Why so not? this yeah. is just for our for our listeners. This was the first interview where we all sent each other food. Like this is the definition of making food community, right? Absolutely. And the fact that food mm-hmm. brings people together. We like without even being prompted, we all sent each other like delicious snacky snacks from our hearts and our tum tums. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> this tea that you guys sent. This oh yes, that tea is, is gorgeous, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's a Portland Tea Company. Gorgeous. It's delicious. And what was so unexpected for me in this is that it was so spicy. Yeah. Right. Is it turmeric? Yeah. Is that one? What are the ingredients in that one? Again, yeah. Jenny's been drinking it a ton. Sarsaparilla's in there. There's some oh, yeah. lemon oil. Sarsaparilla, Black pepper, not- cardamom. We're going to be crunching yeah. now. Yeah, let's yes. all just crunch. <laughs> so this is, the, I was this is the food orgy part of the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so usually that Persian trail oh. mix, Ajil, uh, mm. I do have that mix on my site um does have these chickpeas um mm. but yeah. i didn't put it no in yours i think but so what is this did you guys make yeah. this blend mm. oh no the furikake blend yeah it's just it's a trail mix that i eat actually from a local uh market that they make it here and it's just one of my favorite kind of grab and go it's just you know all the nut mix mm. and stuff with like a furikake seasoning over the top What's of it furikake? it tastes a it, little bit like fish food yep totally mm-hmm. so it's a Seaweed, japanese yeah. Yeah, seaweed, sesame seeds, I sometimes like kind of chilies in it. Mm. Yeah, but it's like mm. usually used for the top of poke sesame or something. Sesame seeds. I mm-hmm. said that. Sesame. Thank you very much. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's one of my favorite toppings for everything. And it's like one of those things Just if you have like a- Sesame seed. Yeah, sesame seeds. There's also <laughs> sesame in it. Probably. Really? Yeah, sesame. <laughs> Open sesame. That if you have like an H Mart or like an Asian supermarket near you, they'll have like a crazy big section of furikake. And like some of them are kind of more fishy, but the ones that I really love are kind of more in the they're Ooh, like mommy. sweet and spicy. And mm-hmm. you can I'll put them on ice cream and things like that. Like it's just this, it's oh, like wow. this umami blast, and it's oh my god, I love it on everything. Flavors. So I have to share something. I'm just a stoner at heart. (laughs) (laughs) So I heard, I won't say who I heard it from Uh because I have a feeling it's not true. I actually Googled it. That you Uh discovered Doritos Los Tacos. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah. Doritos Locos Tacos. Yeah. I was. I was on a team that helped to kind of inspire those or create the first the first edition of the Doritos Locos Taco. This is a wow. lot of what I do is I get hired to they're like You're welcome. If, yeah. If you were a stoner, <laughs> just theoretically. Were you, were you involved be in that, Rin? Were you involved in it? Oh was, Christ, no. No, I was not. I mean don't I bring was him into this. <laughs> I was involved in the sense that Mikey would come home and just like smell like you it. Know, yeah, like oh, verbally, yeah. verbally vomit all of these ideas. And it was like, wow, you guys are, you're, you're going to do that, huh? You're going to yeah. bring that into the world. You're going to bring that. And we sure that. did. Sure. Why not? <laughs> and I would love to say that I had a piece of the like $3 billion worth of Doritos uh, Locos talk. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say, wow, but he's no. super famous. This is no. the thing about the consultant world is you come in and you, you vomit out your greatest ideas and then they just run with them. <laughs> But yeah, Vomit that is. Out, you have to put your name on it next. I time. know. I'll talk. I'll call Taco it. Bell. Hey, Taco Bell, it's me, Mike Sheather. Yum <laughs> brands. Yeah. <laughs> but that's well, listen, pretty fun. You go, ready. So I want to hear um, from each of you uh, what your kind of like what your earliest food memory is, because I I go back in my mind to this. I had dinner at my. 
um, grandmother's house every Sunday. Mm. And by dinner, I mean Italian-American dinner, which is 3 p.m. Um, so that you can like eat <laughs> four more times. Right. Um, or but, like but, all 30 courses. Well, just just continue oh, yeah. to eat. Yeah. It's a continuous dinner until you leave at eight or nine. But, um, but you know, she made sauce, which I've been trying to recreate for years. And, Sugo. you know, it's, it's just, a, yep, yep. Just a red sauce. It's a really, um, ragu-y, uh, you know, cook for a long time, rich, but you know, I, I remember so specifically as a kid going there and just the, the routine that I had of like grabbing the Italian bread dipping it into the red sauce. And Mm. then she always had locatelli cheese, which is a pecorino romano. So, so salty and meaty and crunchy. And, and I, you know, it was like my, I looked forward to it all week, you know, and I have such a specific memory, the smell, the feel of the bread, how my grandmother's hands always smelled like garlic. Like there was just so many Mm. parts of it that like can wash over me if I just sit and think about it. And so I'm curious if you have, like, what's your sort of earliest, because you guys are clearly so passionate about food. What's your sort of earliest food memory? Um, yeah, that you can kind of still sit in and and feel like you're there. <laughs> That's a yeah. good question. That is a really good question. Can you think you, of yours? You want to go? I can, I can talk about it. But you go for it if you're ready. So you, after you, after you, after you, no, 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 please, please, I'll show you, no, you, so polite. Yeah, I mean, that's totally like Persian culture too. It's like people, it's like, it's like a joke that people will be like at a door and like oh, neither yeah. one will go in uh, because there's no, 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 after you, no, 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 after you, no, please, after you, oh, please, after you. Or like the joke that. is like at a, like a restaurant, like who wants it, like, you know, try, trying to pay the bill. No, 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 let me do it. No, 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 let me do it. I want to treat you. No, I want to treat you. So Before long, it's a fist okay. fight. We, yeah, we pretty joke, much. We joke about this in Portland because we have like what, like the Portland four-way stop. It's like, oh, oh no, gosh. you first. No, you first. No, you. And before, like an hour later, we're still there. Like, geez, just go. <laughs> Fine, I'm going. Just do it. Um, yeah, I mean, like when I, when you were saying that story, it just kind of reminded me of like, Growing up, it was it was always food. Like my mom mm. and my family were, were always cooking huge amounts of food. Where there was like always people over. Mm. There was always. And did you have a big like, family? A, we had like a pretty big extended family. You have yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm. I have three brothers. Okay. Um, yeah. But there was food. just always yeah. it like entertaining. And yeah. there's always people over and there was all this like, you know, hospitality is a really big part of our culture. But there was like mm-hmm. always big parties, like 70 people parties, like in, awesome. in my parents' house with my mom, like cooking all the food. Like I remember like different people's weddings, like being in our house and my mom like would cook all the food. So like wow. I just always remember being surrounded by like big platters, like big rice dishes, like so much, so much, so much food. So fun. Um. So it kind of like, it all kind of like blurs together. If I wanted to be a little bit specific, I remember like being like on the street one time eating a bowl. You know, I mentioned fava beans before. So I think fava yeah. beans are just something that's really special. Like I don't, we didn't really like, you know, we always had fava beans around, but like people who are not Persian didn't really know about fava beans. And I think mm-hmm. only mm. recently are people like maybe learning a little bit more about these like great little beans. But I remember being on the street, like I'm a little kid. And we're right in front of my house and like some of the neighbor kids were like biking or something. And I'm standing there with like a little bowl of like fava beans. 
and mm. like you kind of pop them out of like so the, if you're familiar with fava beans like we, once we you grew them in our backyard as a kid and i was and people were always like what are you bringing with you to school and like the little sleeping bag that it grows in <laughs> right and then and then you know the beans within that little like yeah. sleeping bag essentially then you can peel those and then once they're steamed you can kind of get it and dip it in salt and then like pop it into your mouth wow. so i'm standing there eating these like fava beans cooked fava beans and like the one of the kids is like what are you eating and i'm like i didn't know what it was like called i'm like these things and like they were like what is this crazy kid doing what's like coming from this house that like the smell of like so like caramelized onions would just mm. like like mm. like emit from our house like it was just like it like piaz we call it where it's like the foundation of like all the basically persian meals is like yeah. onions like caramelizing onions and then adding turmeric to it like that's how you start basically every persian dish and mm. so it's like so i'm standing there eating fava beans and then that i remember that because it was just kind of like a like it's just an interesting feeling of like, oh, wait, but this is like something that I love so much, but I can't really like convey to these other people who are like going yeah. really fast on the bike in front of me, like what it exactly it is. And then <laughs> so another you just part of them that, with it, you just yeah, no way, away. dude, no way. Those are like all. Like, I'm not missing any one of those. That pretty like much it. is. And then I do remember another um, memory of like my grandmother visiting us, and we had gotten a lot of fava beans, and so you have to sit mm. there and like shell and like peel They're them. They're labor basically. intensive. Yeah, and I just have a feel remembering, and now that I'm saying that, I remember one other thing. Sorry, you asked for one, and I'm giving you three. But oh, I love it. Talk about that it all. When my grandmother was there, um, they were shelling the fava beans, and then my grandmother was also making these big um, kufte, which is like a big fat meatball. And mm. in the m- middle of it, it, they're like this big. And then it Amazing. has, like, in the middle of it, it has like fruit. It has like prunes or like raisins and sometimes like a hard boiled egg or something in the middle of it. And I remember that some people say, Oh, Alia Khanu makes a really great kufte. And I remember her making, or they were like conversation and I'm like running around and stuff of conversation of like these kufte with like the stuff inside of it. God, that's Mm. wonderful. By the so way, for our mine. listeners, she was making a shape with her hands the size of Corona's head. Oh, softball head. size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the perfect size. Yes, I love that. Absolutely. But thank you for bringing me back to those memories. Oh, I love that. We went there with you. Awesome. I'm glad you told the bunch because I think something's wrong with my brain. I don't have a lot of childhood memories. <laughs> it's just That's okay. <laughs> it's just I'm, I'm here now. I'm a very yeah. in-the-moment person. But the ones I do have, so... My family came here way before the revolution. Um, Mm. And then I got to travel back with my mom and my brother one summer, uh, again, pre-revolution. So this is like Shah's regime, old Iran. Um, Mm. And I remember um, smelling. So for me, Mm. I have memories associated with smell and smell is such a huge thing for me and like makes me hungry and it's connected and all that. And um, so Persian street food, corn, is something Mm. that was like always going. And the way they make it is they like burn it on the grill. Yeah, like a nice char. Yeah, so I made a little video of that. I have a recipe for that. But what you do is you kind of char it and then you soak it in salt water. So it's Mm. really salty too. That's all there is to it. It's not like Mexican street corn doesn't have cream or mayo or other spices. It's literally just burned with salt. And the smell is incredible. And I also like burnt popcorn. So I'm wondering if there's some sort of connection (laughs) there. Corinne and you need to get together <laughs> on that. Oh, yeah, yeah we, we do. We have oh, yeah. a lot in common. And then the yeah. other smell is that driving to the Caspian Sea, um, mm. 
I actually, this is really weird, but I went on my aunt and uncle's honeymoon with them. <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> you know, as you do romance. <laughs> I don't know why. Bring a kid along. But they um, <laughs> took me and you drank driving through these mountains and you can smell juja kebab. People mm. like cooking yeah. it on the street. And then you just like stop and eat these tiny little roasted juja kebabs chicken skewers and little yeah. tiny oh yeah that's what i remember God, that that's all cool. i remember tell us more <laughs> tell us more what's what's in the juja kebab tell us more oh juja kebab has elements of lemon and it's really charred mm. um actually mikey could tell you because he that was one of the yeah, things that some. um he made and it's usually marinated more. in yogurt mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. saffron. And Mikey added some of his own spices. Bita June, I think your uncle has a recipe or cousin. Or yeah, something. my cousin, my cousin doesn't marinate his in yogurt. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he marinates his in onion, like grated mm. onion, oh, a cool. ton of lemon juice, saffron, and um, I think he puts lemon pepper. Oh, ew, oh, he has a secret ingredient where he puts mm. in his oh, I remember. soy sauce. Oh, okay. <gasps> and he puts it that. in, he marinates it for a few days and then he mm. like grills it up. And that the thing great. about juja kebab, Bito is right. Like you can smell when someone's grilling juja kebab, it's like, oh my God, where's that smell? Like, where is yeah. that coming from? It smells so mm. good. You're instantly hungry. There's like a restaurant in Irving Street here in San Francisco. And like you get in the two block radius of it, you can smell the juja kebab, <laughs> like them pumping it out. And it is like mm. so good. Um, but I so mean, I just like, that's a good one. I, I think we also have to say on the note of like you said that your relative has secret ingredient of soy sauce and does uh-huh. like lemon pepper. That's one thing about Persian recipes. Every person you talk to is going to make it differently. Sure. Exactly. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so yeah. specific to the family and the house and the. Yeah. yeah. And then that's actually something that's come up a few times on our show is that like we, we bring up the concept of like some, some people a lot of times older generations, a lot of times people who are very specific will get mad at us for like (laughs) changing the recipe or like taking a shortcut or something. And it's like, you can't do that. Like, that's not right. And it's like, look, dude, I'm not going to be standing there making my own noodles for like this noodle soup, which is like this really delicious bean Mm. and herb and green, um, uh, soup hearty hearty thick soup that yeah. has these noodles in it it's like no I'm not gonna like do that and if I don't have the Persian noodles I'm gonna <laughs> use linguine and it's gonna taste delicious and I'm gonna yeah. pull it together in an hour as opposed to like eight hours so right. yeah so well, you know everyone that. has a different recipe and it's like yeah. also like just kind of making it fit in our lifestyles well and this is this is probably like for another podcast uh another episode but you know this this idea like i have a lot of friends who come from very traditional food cuisines or food traditions and and um you know and they're it's always this fight about like you know authenticity right so like Mm -hmm. is it okay to bring in our you know outsider ingredients or new ingredients or new techniques and you know and it's and it's like i work in a world that's about blending kind of all the like i just want things to taste delicious Mm-hmm. But there's obviously there's, you know, there's certain recipes that like, you know, your grandma says like it has to be made this exact way. And if it doesn't, then it's not 
it's not that thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. so it's, the, it's always that kind of that, that combination of like, what are we allowed to bring together? What are we allowed to hybridize before it becomes something completely different? But I just, I love the way that you guys talk about things because it's, I kind of think at the end of the day, it's like, does it taste delicious? Like, can we say like, this is inspired by something that uh, is in my food history, but now it's kind of like, I'm making it my own thing and it's going to be so yummy and my family's going to love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it's oh, so fun was, being on with you guys. I love it. This was so fun. We were thinking was, about yay. talking for like 20 minutes and we've been on for an hour now. We've just been having a blast. Yay. You know? <laughs> Thank you guys so much. This was a lot of fun. You both yeah, are we, so sweet. Thank oh, you. Oh, you too. You are. Yeah. We've all just made a bunch of friends here. Yay. <laughs> um, we'll have you guys on again soon, okay? All right. Sounds great. Right. So much. Cheers. Happy eating. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Oh, hi. Hey. Hey. That was so fun with the beats. Yes. I, I just learned it was like chalk full. Um, oh, yeah. Not only did I learn their celebrity crushes, but I feel like I just learned a lot of things, uh, you know, about Persian food, why we are calling it Persian. It was just yeah. like it was a. How to pronounce the the, the word Iranian. <laughs> Because we're dumbasses. Iran. Iran. Jesus. I felt like a real dick when that happened. But but it's also like there's, they talked about it on the episode. Like our Americans and people in the United States really have done Iranians and Persians and people of that culture a disservice. Yeah. Um, And I don't know. We're still recovering from that. And it's just like, like Anthony Bourdain talked about going to Iran and he was like, it was the, the friendliest people of anywhere that he ever was. Mm. He felt the most accepted there than any other place that he traveled on the planet. And, you know, I don't know. And then the food, like we talked about on the show, is just, it is food that is built to share. It's food that's built for communities. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. Um, go ahead and check these beautiful ladies out at uh, Modern Persian Food and um, definitely give their podcast a listen. One episode that I found particularly cool and interesting was the um, medicinal qualities of a lot of the herbs that they um, use in their cooking. And so um, if you're kind of an herb nerd like me, um, that particular episode might be titillating for you. Totally. Um, and definitely uh, subscri- make sure you're subscribed to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, send us a little message on Please. our Insta at Mikey and Rin. We love to hear from you. For sure. Or you can write to us at let's eat at Mikey and Um Also, just for the other uh, things we can link to for, for Bita and Bita. So modern Persian food.com and then ovenhug.com um, are they're both great resources for their recipes and also to find out more about their website and about them. Yeah. And if you'd like to hear us on their podcast, yeah. that airs April 27th. So why don't you just go ahead and subscribe? Yeah, get yourself on it. So that you don't miss any apps. Don't miss apps. Yeah. And uh, I hope that you know this already because you're listening to our podcast. But but when we change the name of our podcast, some people's RSS feeds got distracted or got booted. So make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast. Make sure that you're getting every episode of our show and Mikey and Rin eat in and you can also go to MikeyandRin.com. But just make sure that you're back on the RSS feed because um, I know some of you got bumped and we don't want you getting bumped. No, no unless, bumps. Unless it's a booty bump. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's booty a part, bump party bump. Yeah. All you want. We love you guys. Love you. 
Mikey. Rin. Out.